Welcome everyone to the Sister Stories podcast. This podcast's aim is to marvel at God's sovereignty over each of our lives as women and to encourage one another by sharing our stories. My name is Sophie and today I'm joined by Emily. Hello. Hi, welcome. Um, so first of all, Emily, could you tell us a little bit about who you are? Sure. I'm Emily. I'm 30 years old. I am head of music at a high school in Sutton. I've worked there since September 2014 when we moved to London. I've attended Cornerstone for eight and a half years. Um, it was the first church we tried after we moved here and never looked back. Mm. Um, I've been married to Alex since July of 2014 and we have two children, Asher, who is four, and Esther will be two in April. Lovely. Um, so we're going to go through um, your journey to faith and how that developed throughout your life. Could you take us to the beginning and, and tell us about your family background, please? Oh, of course, yeah. So I was very blessed to have been brought up in a Christian home. I've grown up in the church and my understanding of who God is and who Jesus is was developing from toddlerhood. Um, my parents were amazing role models for Christian living. So they were both very heavily involved in the church. Um, my dad was an elder and my mum led their baby and toddler group. And they both had major roles in the Sunday school and kids work in general. And um, the majority of my family are Christians. And that was something I didn't appreciate how nice that was um, until I grew up. I just mm. thought, uh, if you had Christian parents, they did lots of things and you went to everything. <laughs> um, so I, I've, I suppose I'd, I would have always considered myself a Christian or mm. I always knew who God was and who Jesus, what Jesus had done for me. Mm. Um, uh, in terms of becoming a Christian, I remember praying the prayer at about seven. Um, I was quite a big reader, so I loved to read my Bible and do my quiet time and um, I just got to a point where, yes, I want to I want to trust in God and um, let him yeah, be a part of my life um, for real. And this uh, relationship would be strengthened at Christian summer camps from the age of nine and um, large Christian gatherings like Spring Harvest. Um, but it's always so easy to fall back into normal life and mm. lose that passion that you felt when you're when you're gathering with others. I was um, never strongly persecuted for being a Christian at school, but I was quite a shy person. So still find it really difficult mm. to talk to new people even today. Um, but if people ask me, I said, yeah, I've, I follow Jesus or I'm a Christian, but I wasn't telling them about how great a relationship with him was and mm. what they were missing out on ultimately. So I was really looking forward to going to university where I could have a fresh start and I was blessed with a lovely group of housemates um, who aren't Christians, but um, we're, um, we had lots of fun together throughout our time at uni. And um, many of them I'm still with friends, friends with today. Um, I went to Lancaster for university, quickly settled into a church there. Uh, so shout out to Moreland's Church. Um, and I got stuck in with that church for the four years that I was there. Um, this church is quite a similar style to Cornerstone. Um, and the student worker at the time, um, as we were ending our time at university, she recommended that we try a co-mission church when we marry and move to London. So um, thank you to Flick for guiding us to Cornerstone. Um, and I also got involved in the CU and was the music coordinator for part of my time at uni. 
I was uh, baptized at uni on my 19th birthday and I'd really grown in my knowledge of of God's character and um, as part of the student work we would focus on um, just one area of the one book of the Bible uh, so Romans in our first year and uh, Mark's gospel in second year and then we did a whole Bible overview so it was that was a real good foundation building on what I'd had from childhood to really mm-hmm. understand and talk through with others um to develop my understanding of of God's word mm. um yeah if we pause there for a second actually yeah. um I do wonder so you said that you were just brought up in the church and just understanding things more mm-hmm. and more is there so obviously you you said that um you prayed the prayer at around seven yeah did that was that brought about by a sudden on deeper understanding of the gospel or something that changed in I the way you understood things I don't think so I find it quite hard to remember <laughs> um so I imagine I was I would have been with my mom or my dad um mm. reading something and they might have prompted me to say oh you know do you do you want to do you want to pray that prayer now it might have been something in the bible notes that I was reading with them so I can't say for sure um but I think I'd just got to that age where I had a, a little bit more understanding and thought yeah, I, I I understand that God really loves me and that Jesus died for me. So, I, you know, I want to recognize that. Yeah, I think that's a strong testimony to, well, your parents, first of all, but also the church around you, just, you know, showing you how to live, but also practically yeah. what the gospel looks like in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's great. Um, so how did you arrive in Kingston? How did that come about? <laughs> yeah, so... Um, <laughs> So after I'd been baptized, I then met Alex and um, he wasn't living as a Christian at that time. So I wasn't really sure what to make of him. Um, But he was talking about church and his background, being from a Christian home as well. But I was just a bit worried that he wasn't going to church whilst at uni. Um, We Then it was the end of first year and we spent a lot of time talking on Skype. Mm. Um, And a few months later, we were a couple. Um, So uh, I think... My parents and my church family at the time were a bit, not concerned, but a bit wary as well. Um, but yes, it, it, uh, he, he came to church from the start of our second year and gradually, hit, I think it was, yeah, over time with that Bible teaching that we had, um, he then, you know, started to, to realize, oh yeah, <laughs> this is what being Christian means. This is what I should be doing. Um, and yeah, he calls it flirt to convert, but, um, I, I'm just thankful that I could, you know, bring, bring someone back to Christ and that God can just use really normal people who are just doing life, um, to, to further his kingdom. Um, so we got engaged at 20 and then after planning a wedding in Alex's fourth year in my PGC year, which I would not recommend, um, we after we were just turned twenty two, we married, moved down to London because Alex had a PhD place at Royal Holloway, so that was our reason for leaving the north. Um, and so we arrived late August, and yeah, there was a, a sermon. The sermon was a lot of Pete asking, "Are you ready? Are you ready?" <laughs> I was like, "Ready for what?" But it, yeah. Um, <laughs> we re- yeah we just really enjoyed his engaging teaching and thought yeah mm. this feels like home and yeah. yeah okay that's great um and so since then you've had two children as well and you've you've become quite involved at cornerstone both of you um so is there anything um 
that God has shown you in that time, in arriving Cornerstone and then in the last few years as well, um, anything he's taught you in particular? Yeah, lo- lots of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, becoming a mum, I yeah, I that was what four around four years into our marriage. So we'd had a bit of time to get to know each other, and um, marriage is definitely not easy. So I d- definitely learn more about. Um, how to be patient with another person because obviously we'd not lived together before we got married so that was a whole whole new thing and um you know adding kids into the mix then you've got to learn that extra level of patience and um thinking about um each other's love languages and actually we are quite different so um what one way we like to show love the other person doesn't necessarily appreciate that that much um so I'm a big acts of service person um and Alex just needs a few words of encouragement um but that's not something I find as easy to do so yeah over time um we're we're getting better at that um and yeah the kids um have been a real joy um they yeah they make us feel very contented even if we're having a challenging day um but the the last year in particular has been quite tough um in terms of just practical life things because we've been trying to move house um so the biggest thing i've learned from the last year is just trusting in god's timing um so we hoped that it wouldn't have taken a whole year to move house but um there are some things that i cannot organize i like to be in control but um ultimately we've we've got to put those things in god's hands um so it's been just over two weeks now that we moved and um i think a lot of times i've just felt very not not a huge amount of despair because ultimately there Mm. are far more things that are going on in this world that are way worse but um just thinking you know why is this taking so long why is this happening um so it's been great to have you know my family and church family to just encourage you in those times and um, just remembering that God is in control and um, I can look back on it now thinking yeah totally Um, so yeah it's it's hard to trust at the times when it feels the hardest definitely Mm. Um, yeah life kind of takes over almost and we just get so engrossed in in other things that are not as important sometimes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah for sure um right okay and in terms of your perhaps spiritual growth as you came to cornerstone and you said you really enjoyed the teaching and it was quite similar to your previous church is there anything that struck you in particular in in hearing the sermons or sitting under under the words or um i think i would always feel very challenged and um whoever was speaking they all always get in getting straight to the point and um i like that um whoever's preaching is not afraid to admit their own sin and things that we that we get wrong because ultimately we are all sinful people and it's just helpful to have have that reminder um so that we can ultimately repent and yeah it just it just helps to have everybody under we're all under god we're all in the same position i really um and um it's been good to have discussion time 
after the sermons recently with our new service format um because quite often you just get to the end of the sermon and you pray and then you've got to go get your kids but actually it's been really helpful um those times when we have broken into groups and been able to talk things through pray about things um just that you don't forget so quickly i think that helps to Mm, keep those those reminders um nothing yeah nothing in nothing massively in particular but it has been really good going through one timothy lately um i'm excited for a for a sunday sermon (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i find it really interesting how the church has had such a big impact throughout your life and um and just seeing these people around you probably as a child and as a teenager and as you said you know just going through that slow progression almost um Mm -hmm. of just understanding more and and seeing people um i think yeah it's just a huge testament to youth work and and all kinds of work that goes on into the church doesn't it um i wonder how your friends when you lived with these non-christian friends at university how they related to you in terms of you being a christian and and going to church and all of that in your life and whether you've kept in touch with them as well yeah um yes i um all of my housemates would know that i'd go to church because i'd be like Mm. right i'm off see you later (laughs) um and it was really good in my second year actually because church was right around the corner so i could literally walk there um a couple of my housemates came to my baptism so they could hear my testimony which was good um sometimes we did our see you did like um text text for a toasty events and that kind of thing and some and some of them were asking um questions and we'd go give go give them the toasty and answer try and answer that as best we could um and obviously Alex and I were together for three of the four years so they could see us both going to church and um getting in getting involved in things and um I'm st- yeah still in contact with the majority of people um who I who I lived with um so it's good good to to keep those contacts keep witnessing to them and um yeah that's great um okay great um now thinking more about if you had some advice to give to perhaps a younger christian um what what would you share with them mm-hmm. um i would say to get involved with everything that is on offer so if you are part of cornerstone obviously there are so many things that people can be doing and that's your that's your best way of developing friendships with other people your age um and and just getting to know other people in the church whether you're a teen or, or a student just going along to things and and getting stuck in as much as possible um i think it's been good as a, as a teen that I was in, I was in the music group from about, I don't know the age now, but I was quite young. Um, and that, that was, you know, one way that I could start, start serving, um, soon. And you just, you develop that, that, um, servant hearted attitude of, 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 yeah, giving, giving back to your congregation. And, um, I think just, you know, going to camps and things, they they are great. Um, so just getting involved as much as possible and depending on what stage of life you are at, just using your free time as wisely as you could. Like the media fast a couple of weeks ago was really great for that. Um, but in my current season of life, it's, it's definitely harder to pick up my Bible and um, I have to do a lot of 
listening to things while I'm in the car because that's my main time alone. <laughs> um, so yeah, make, making the most of that free time where you can to to pray and read your Bible because that's how you're going to learn more about God and develop your your relationship with Him. Um, and I think for what, people who maybe aren't so young and maybe don't have so much free time um, to just develop those relationships with other Christians where you can so that you've got those moments where if whatever you're going through, um, your suffering might might only be quite minimal compared to what somebody else is going through. But, it's you know, it's all still suffering. So just having somebody that you can reach out to and um, say, actually, no, I'm not good, thanks. Actually, this this day's been really rubbish. And how you've got that relationship that you've mm. built um, with whoever it is um, to, yeah, be able to encourage one another and, and pray for each other mm. um yeah. and that's that's the strength of the church isn't it so that yeah. we can come together and be open and honest like you were saying mm -hmm. in, even in the sermons <laughs> just yeah. having that from the pastors as well of just being able to share life together mm. uh, in a more open way than you would outside almost yeah that's great um i think you're it's really interesting how your testimony is just quite a strong witness for just church life really And how these little things that we take for granted, like sending your kids to Sunday school or, mm -hmm. or just um, the youth groups or all these things that are around us all the time, actually having a much deeper impact than we can imagine. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's very encouraging. Uh, I'm sure that's very encouraging for your parents as well yeah. to see that your family has been carrying on with the faith and, and you know, that you've grown in that way as well. Um, yeah. What would you say to parents as well in terms of, you know, bringing up children yeah I think um we do have really great teaching um in our in our kids work our kids program um so it's really nice now as a parent to be able to see um those those little nuggets of bible that they're they're getting every week and um so Esther's learning quite a lot of words now so she can say Jesus <laughs> at, um, at points in the book um and yeah Ash is getting a lot more understanding now so he'll ask me questions and we're starting to have those conversations about who God is and how can he hold the whole world in his hands so he's very curious and mm. questions can be quite hard to answer but it's it's lovely that he he is wanting to know more about who God is and understand more more about him and and that is just from us reading our bible with him and and taking him to church so um Yeah, hope you know. We hope that he will come to have a full and true understanding of of who God is. So, yeah. just doing those those things day by day and week by week. Yeah, for sure. And we can definitely pray for them as well. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And um, thank you so much, Emily, for sharing your story with us. And um, thank you, everyone, for listening. That's all for this episode of Sister Stories. But join us again next time.